This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. Happy New Year, everyone. We hope many blessings and money to be falling down from the skies for you guys. Happy 2020, Anji. Yeah, happy 2020. Abudanza for you. I want Abudanza for you. What's Abudanza? It's Italian for abundance, I think. It's like, oh, it's wow. I honestly, love that. I think it's uh, something they used in a Olive Garden commercial. <laughs> when you hear your family, yes. Abudanza. <laughs> this, what a wonderful 2020. Like, this year feel, already feels good and fat and round. Oh, yeah, because of 2020. Yeah, two two like even fat numbers. Yes. It's feeling really great. I I'm so happy to leave 2019 behind. 2019 was a bitch. It was a fucking terrible bitch. It was. It truly was. It, it, 2019 was that um that sister-in-law that comes back to the family and everybody hates her cuz she can't cook or clean or she you know like she, you know how like Korean families always pick on that one yes. sister-in-law. She's That's from her. like a nice family. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like her father is a, like a mini chebor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she she just grew up as a princess and everyone's like, what the uh, fuck is wrong with her? Yeah, like she's like a little princess. Yeah, yeah. Mangjangnim? Yeah. Is that what it is? Gongju, Gongjupyeong. Gongju, Gongjupyeong, that's right. Fucking that's 2019 was a goddamn Gongjupyeong Gongju all year. <laughs> do you know that I used to get called, I, that I had Gongjupyeong? I kind of do have Gongjupyeong. You kind of do have Gongjupyeong. You're yeah. the only child. That's I why. Know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, how was your New Year's Eve? Oh, it was, you know, I host now a kids, like, countdown uh, for the last three years. Yeah. I saw that on Instagram. Mm -hmm. That's what I usually do now. Like, cause, Wow. The spread so, looked amazing. Yes. I'm Incredible. getting better with it. And there was, like, very <laughs> little leftovers, which I always feel very good about. I love that. Perfect proportioning. Uh-huh. That means that people were eating. That's amazing. I love yeah. that. Yeah. So, like, we went through three bottles of wine. Okay. A little, the kids I mean? got drunk. Like, yeah. Wasted. Um, but, you know, it's like... Because <laughs> there's also, like, apple sparkling, like, sparkling apple cider making its round. So, who knows? Drink who drank what. Um, right. Wow. That's what a fun party. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, like, it was... Like it's like always interesting who comes through, because yeah. you know, like a year in a person's life, there's like a lot of just change, mm. and um, for me, as you get older, I mean, and you know this, like there's less and less dramatic change. Sure. As you get older, you know, there might be like a move or like a job change, but that's become more infrequent as you get older. Right. And so it's interesting, like who. Like, like a uh, shuffle, like a, uh, what's the word here? When you shake out the year, who comes out? Who comes out? Who's uh -huh. coming out to support? Yeah. And like, yeah. just like, it's always up and down. It's never about me. It's always about where they are in their own lives, you know? Always. And so, always. So it's like, it's very interesting to see. Um, yeah. Like from Christmas through, because, you know, it's a crazy time. It is a crazy time. The time between Christmas and New Year's is like, um, 
is it, it, is like fucking uh, purgatory. You don't mm-hmm. really know what the fuck's going on. No one's at work. No one's sending emails, but you feel like you have to do something. Yes. But but everyone's like off, and also the celebrations are done. So no one's really in like a um, hunky dory mood. Yes. Every, everyone's kind of going through like a slight slide of depression after yes. the holidays. Yeah, because no, none of us are working and none of us are working out. We're all drinking and eating too much. It's like, yes, yes. It, it's horrible. It's horrible. The The 26th to the 31st is the worst five days of, of the year. <laughs> there needs to be something else we need to do as a nation. Like maybe yes. we like um, get into like working out or like everyone does CrossFit for five days. You know, yeah. like those five days should be um, a preparation for the launch of the new year. Yes, it should be yes. like we all like as a you know there is something like in other cultures where everyone goes out and gets like new bedding, new oh, underwear. I love that mm. new I'm underwear, <gasps> new underwear, new socks. I've been talking about that. This, yeah, I'm gonna go get that. Like in Korea, they do that. They like go out and they buy new shit in new Asia. Yeah, and like in Europe and stuff. That's what we should do. That's what I should do today. We should all do that. We should all do that because I've been one. Like, we've been talking about. You know, everybody talks about fucking New Year's resolutions. What are you gonna take into the new year? What do you want to leave behind? All these thoughts, and yeah. then everybody does it the first day, and it's like so much work to like get your mind, body, and spirit aligned to like launch into this new year on the first day. Let's yes. wrap up a little bit. Give yourself a little break. Let's I just f- relax for a second. Get some undies. <laughs> Fresh undies, fresh yeah. budding. Some debok. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, do you do you ever um, celebrate Lunar New Year, or are you just like a like Solar New Year bitch? No, we're Lunar New Year as well. You do both. Yeah. Oh, we wow. do something. You know, because it's like it's too big a deal to not do something. And my parents are here, so it's like. All the Asian supermarkets, you know, they get ramp up. This is like when they do right. most of their business in a year. Everyone's buying fucking pear. Buy, everyone's know, buying pear by the box. By the box. Yes. You know, everyone's exchanging. I wonder what that is because, you know, you go to a place like today. And it's got to be like a net zero on the pear because, you know, today I went to do her at like my, at my parents' place. So tell her about that. It's her in Korean. Right, it's which like which means you, New Year's Day. Yes, and I mean, the, there's at, certain at, traditions you do at the Noyan Saram Jeep, like at the old folks, like so, you know. So uh, what is it? Um, you know, when you were on Social Security, like you were allowed to live in public housing. You know. Yeah, yeah. My so mom can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just wait. It's great. It, it's truly wonderful what this country can do for. <laughs> um, <laughs> only these people, because none of it will be around. By the time no, no, no. It's getting extinguished 2021. <laughs> yes. And so, um, by the way, we go in. The It is bumping. Because, you know, it's like, so like, everyone's knowing, like, is knowing that Saron Jeep. So everyone's at their Jaime and Jaime's. Yeah. Well, you got to go to the elders, the oldest ones. That's yeah, where you so, go. Exactly. So it's like, everyone got there super early. We got there at 1030. And the parking lot was packed. Wait, are your parents in a Nguyen Jeep? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, for several years now. Oh wow, that's so cool! I don't, I didn't think I knew that. You mm-hmm. you've been talking about doing jib, and I just thought you were talking about it just like esoterically. I didn't realize no, no, you no. had like first hand experience. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, are they yeah, with other Koreans or yes, is it like yes. mixed up? Uh, other Koreans and Russians. That's all like Whoa, senior housing is. Oh, that's Chicago pretty cool. Land. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's so all that stuff is in the because you know what it is. There's so much bureaucracy, and yeah. the only people that are willing to like wait because my parents waited on a waiting list. 
<gasps> for three years. Are they past 65? Oh, yeah. My parents are both 70. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Okay. My mom must be young. Yeah. I mean, your mom, if she's not getting Social Security yet, she's under 65. Yeah. She's 62 now. Yeah, yeah. Damn, and she should three wait. More years. Huh? She should wait. So she gets all of the money. I know she was it, yeah. she was thinking about she was actually talking about on just this Christmas break. She was like, yeah. should I just, you know, get it early and take the fines? And I'm like, no, that's all that money you paid into taxes. Just wait. Uh, like it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, so like, you guys go to the Dojip. <laughs> and then we go there and like we do like so what that means is like Sarlayer is like it's when you go. And you, it was my favorite day, really. It was my favorite days. You go. I used you go to, to the love Sarlayer. I love it. So you go and you bow. Yeah. And you Did get you wear humble? No, I'm fucking 37 years old. I don't need to wear a hanbok. What about <laughs> what about Seoul? Oh no no, Doyuni does not. I mean, it's like it's oh. too much. It's there. It's oh. very rare that people do that anymore. I guess we I used to, right? I, we used to. I used to wear hanbok kubak kubak every holiday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Yeah, no, I, I we know. did it for a couple of years and then we stopped. Okay. Because then you all go right. to the other people's houses and you just make all the money you're really going to make in the year for that year. It's that yeah. day. That's and why so, you gotta like wear the hanbok and look cute as fuck for yes. all the harabajita harmonies. Oh. And then you go to your grandparents' house oh and you bow the shit out of them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Did you guys do the kunjar? What's a kunjar? You know, like the big bow. Oh, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Oh, you did, you did. Okay, okay. Go all the way down. You went all the way down. <laughs> your forehead has to touch yeah. the floor. <laughs> that's I the remember... only way that's all knows how to do it. That's the, did you, uh, yeah, I used to do kunjar to my grandparents, to my um, uncles and aunts and stuff like that. And I used to make out with like four or five hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That day. That's what we got. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's, I mean, as a 10 year old, that's the only time you're really working. So you need to show up. <laughs> you need to get your fucking game face on yeah, and show up to work, bitch. to your college fund, honey. Like, yeah. yeah. Your income's a day. Uh, That's one all. Day. <laughs> one day. <laughs> your entire annual income comes you in one day. You better get your fucking game face on, bitch. Get your you humble straight. All the thug. You better put, you're going to be ready for multiple thugooks. Yes. And you better not say anything. You better eat. All you the, better yeah. fucking eat. You better not make a face. You better not say no. you're full, bitch, or you're not getting that full amount. You may not be a gundiggy bitch all year round, but on New Year's. <laughs> You are going to give it. <laughs> <laughs> so how much money does Saul make? He made $200. Whoa! <laughs> and he's what, three? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that's a lot. Yeah, but then I gave my parents $200, so it's a net zero. <laughs> ah, okay, okay, okay. It's just like you're just exchanging bills back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Well, but you know, it's tradition. Yeah, I mean, because now that... Because once you have kids, you give money to your parents. Exactly. That see, I haven't, I've, I haven't started that solar thing yet. But um, just to go into the um, the Christmas stuff. Yeah, I really um, want to hear about this. Okay, my mom. So my mom came out here to LA from Philly, and she told me and my brother both, I don't have any money, so you're gonna have to pay for everything when I'm out there. Okay. And we were like, no problem. Yeah, of course. And um, yeah, and we she came out, and I spent like, an amount okay. of money just yeah. on like groceries, of going out to dinner, you know, cabs, you know, just paying for everything, gas. Oh, all I know, of it, I know? know. Yeah, yeah. 
And, you know, you're spending four days with each other for the whole family. Of course, and my brother paid for dinner, um, which I'll get to in just a second, the Christmas. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I talked about in the last episode. If you want to yes. talk, if you want to, I'm not going to go into the full setup. So if you're missing the setup, just go to the last episode and yeah. listen to it. You'll, you'll know what, it, what I'm talking about. But anyway, so after Christmas, we go, um, we take some Christmas uh, or like family photos. Oh, at finally. Tom's? No, we didn't get to go to Tom's because they were so full. And my yeah, mom yeah. wanted to see Rodeo Drive. Mm-hmm. So we just didn't have time. So okay. we went, we took them to the Grove, Rodeo Drive, all this stuff. Okay. And um, we get to dinner and my mom, well, first of all, the setup is that my mom asked if she could bring her friend to dinner, her quote friend, <laughs> which is this single adoshi. Yeah. And he is um, widowed for 10 years. Okay. So, you know, my mom's like, well, you know, he's he's lonely. I'm lonely. We're both in our 60s. They met, uh, they went to the same chungakyo. Okay. Junior, junior high school. So, like, they know each other, but they're not, like, friends, it turns out. Like, they just, like, all are on cacao talk together. Ah, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. They're all, like, uh, group message friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess if you're a Korean immigrant in your 60s, that's, like, the that's like one of the best friendships you could have is on a cacao talk. Yeah, no, I mean, truly, that cacao <laughs> talk is popping. Pop it. I feel Pop like I should it. get a cacao account. You don't have a cacao talk. Like, that's how I talk to my mom, mostly. Wait, why? So, what? Just a quick. Um... Like, that's how she stays in contact. Okay, so why is it? Why are they using cacao instead of whatever their messaging service is on their phone? Like, what makes it better? It's just easier. It is? Yeah. Okay. It's, well, like, it's the iMessage for Android. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And so, so that's why I think that some of it is because you guys – and it's like WhatsApp. Why do people use WhatsApp? It's just easier because it's like a more uh, – Internationally used yeah. thing. Okay, uh-huh. gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so she's on Kakao Talk, talking to this guy, blah, blah, blah. And um, so – Do they have a he, private chat he, message, just the two of them, or are they only on the group? They're on the group, and then they also private chat. Okay. I know, right? So we get to dinner and, you know, me and my brother are feeling a way about it. And we're like kind of like, I guess like excited because the prospect of my mom who's in her 60s and alone, um, like checking up with a guy in L.A. sounds kind of cool, you know, because it's like, hey, at least you'll be somewhere warm and there'll be someone in the house with you. So if you, if you slip and fall, you know, like someone will be there. You know what and I mean? Also, like, you know, she's, she'd be closer to you. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that. Um, anyway, I'm just kidding. But so we it's, we're like kind of excited but we're also like oh my god this is like this would be like a third time meeting someone who might be our dad you know what i mean so yeah. like not even the third actually fourth or fifth my mom loves dick you know what i mean like she is we i mean apple tree it doesn't fall far anyway so <laughs> we <laughs> we get there and he he uh, he's not there for like 20 minutes. He comes 20 minutes late. Just, like he was that yeah. late? Yeah. Okay. And already I was pissed, right? Because mm. he's not, you Chua, know. Like, like that's not, that doesn't look good. 
doesn't look good. No. Already, it's a mark against him. Disrespect. Anyway, but he's coming from work, and I get how LA streets are, so I was like, all right, whatever, right? Mm. So he comes in, and he goes, uh, sits down next to my mom, mm. and then uh, she, he brings her something that, like, uh, she left at his house. What? Okay, my mom, <laughs> yes, she be playing games, okay? She's, she left a shawl at his house, so he brought it back, and then she was like, Wait, oh, when did she see him? Um, two years ago when she visited us and she had to stay at his house. Oh so my gosh. He's been holding this shawl for two years, not yes. sending it back. Nothing. Right. So she, he brings it back and she's like, Oh, it's going to smell the cookie names here, whatever. So yeah. he goes, and I was like, Oh mom, put it like uh, this restaurant. Like if you, you, you sit on these kind of barrels and you could open it up and put it, put your stuff in the barrel. So it doesn't smell. Uh-huh. Anyway. So she, he was like, no, 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 I'll take it back. And so he takes it back out to the car so it won't smell. And already we're all like, okay, he's doing the most. I'm, yeah. I'm into it, you know? And then he sits down and does not talk to me or my brother and only talks to my mom, like laughing and giggling. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. What's going on here? And first of all, he sits down and he is so skinny. Mm. And I'm talking like, I'm not talking like, I'm throwing shade because I'm chubby and he mm. looks good. Like, oh, you're so skinny, ill, skinny bitch. I'm not doing that. Yeah. He is like, I'm worried about his health, skinny. Ugh. You like angels in America, skinny. Okay. Ah. <laughs> I'm like, like sums up, sums up here. So is and, is his argor like really old looking? Gaunt. Yeah. They're the same Can I age. Not just she there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Already, there's something like a red flag already, right? Mm. And then he he opens his mouth to smile, and his teeth are black. Yeah. I'm talking like Captain Jack Sparrow, black. No. You know what I mean? Like I was like, okay, something's going on. And then he wouldn't eat, and we ordered like saimbun of kogi, you know. So we're like, there's so much pork belly. Like, come on, help us eat. We're yeah. Like, we're pay- and I even joked like, we're paying for it. So blah blah blah. Yeah. Like, go eat. And he was like, no, 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 I'm on a diet, and so he doesn't eat a thing. Mm? And I'm like, what do you mean you're on a fucking diet? <laughs> and he Wait, goes, he didn't eat anything? Literally not a thing. Like maybe one piece of kimchi. And then I think he like spit it out or something. Like he didn't pop. even eat pop? No, like, no rice? pop. No, not even a kernel of rice. So already I'm like, my mom can't be with someone like this. Like, I, that's really weird. It's really weird. Like he's like, he must be maybe sick. Oh, uh, uh, And yeah. so like... What and then what throughout the dinner, what becomes obvious is that he's been on this diet for 10 years. Huh? And he tells me, I was like, I just yeah. and then he was like, Oh, I have a regimen. I wake up and I have a cup of coffee, and then I get in the car with a carrot, eat that carrot. Shut up. <laughs> I swear to God, he says I drive to work with a carrot in my mouth. And I was like, ill, gross, you fucking psycho. And then he goes to work and drinks two more cups of coffee. And then uh, at the end of the day, he he eats an apple. If he's starving, he'll eat an apple. And that's it. And, and then he said, my brother. And then he goes, oh, of course, I smoke a bunch of cigarettes. And my brother turns to me. He goes, yeah. Do you also put the cigarettes out on your fucking teeth? <laughs> <laughs> shit is fucked up. It's like you're eating the cigarette butts, bro. And I was like, oh my God, God. that's so fucking funny. <laughs> anyway, 
I was like, I'm going to see all that joke and do it on stage. <laughs> and I have stolen that joke and tried it on stage, and it has worked. <laughs> oh, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so he um, he tells he tells us this, and he says, "I've been doing this for the last ten years." And then I was like, "Okay." And then we, I so was like, oh, "That's weird." And starving I, himself, like listen, starving like, himself that's a for, mental disease, right? Mental illness. Yeah, turns out he's been doing this since his wife passed away, and what? he hasn't eaten since his wife died. So he's like completely not over her. And um, my mom says something about like towards the end of dinner, she, you know, it's ramping up and she's like, you know, my kids are making fun of me when I said that you were going to come to dinner. He's like, why? And she was like, you know, because we're both old and like, you know, blah, blah, blah. We're both single. So they think we're, there's something going on between us. And she kind of just like puts it out there. Yeah. And then he, he goes, he looks at both of us. He goes, there's nothing going on between me and your mom. Between us, there's no, like, yoja namja. We're just friends. And no. I was like, yeah. Like, straight up in front of us. And uh, if he was any, if he was, like, uh, uh, healthy or good-looking or something, I would have been offended. But I was, like, immediately, like, Mom, we need to get the fuck out of here. You can never see this guy again. Yeah. Is, yeah, there's something very wrong with this dude. <clears throat> And you know, like obviously he Wait, ha- he's so he's he going through something. Eat anything? Nothing. Literally nothing. And then we he, and then he goes. We we're like, okay, well, should we hang out more? Oh, should we get pingsu? Should we go norebang or something? Whatever. He's like, okay, okay, pingsu. And I was like, okay, you buy pingsu then. Yeah. And we go, and he buys us this pingsu, and he sits there and just drinks water the entire time. And I was like, you're not even gonna take a bite of this pingsu? Are you kidding me? Like. What is going on? Like, and I, I, I honestly think like we dodged a bullet here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't. I my mom can't spend her golden years looking after someone who doesn't eat. That's like tragic to me. He, he's like obviously trying to kill himself, right? Slowly. <laughs> like this is anorexia. Sorry. This is anorexia. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. And he was, and he started saying like. Oh, you know, like eating three meals a day, that's not normal. That We just recently started that. And I was like, you look like you're not eating half a meal a day. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And he was As a Korean like, man, that is crazy. Crazy. And I, I, I don't want to like throw around the word crazy because there's clearly something going on. Yes, but yes. But I'm just not like, I don't. I don't want that part of our lives. That's so that's like that's that is actually scary to have encountered in the wild. Yeah. And that would be like so close to your mom. So close. And that's how that's like my mom like was thinking about like, oh, you know, like our personalities don't really match. But like maybe because he has like an extra room, maybe like I could come live here and then we could, yeah. be, you know, he doesn't seem like he's doing well. So maybe I can make him pop and, you know, like take care of him. And I'm like, mom, you don't want to fucking do that. Yeah. In your 60s, take care of yet again another man? Get the fuck out of here. No, you're not doing that. So anyway, it didn't go well. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't – he's not even, like, interested in having her, you know, be whatever, like, anything part of his life besides a cacao friend. So I think good for the goose, good for the game. He doesn't have any room in his life, in his heart, because (laughs) he's he's already eaten two carrots. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's, it's feeling fat today. <laughs> Oh my god! I know. I I was like a little bummed because I was like, oh man, what a like fun way for my mom to be in LA with her friend, you know, like in an extra room and blah blah that I don't have to pay for. But we had to scrap the whole thing, and I was like, you know what? In 2020, I'm gonna make enough money to buy you a little house. There you go, Abu Danza. Abu Danza. Oh yeah, what you said? Yes, I was saying. So wait, how was the rest of the trip? Was there everything, anything in the family was chill and like good? Oh my like God. The making, I have to the... say, yeah, making mandu. Yeah. So we had new traditions. We made mandu. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used chapsar skin, which I highly recommend. It's a little more expensive for mandu yeah. pee, but the chapsar really is like jorgi jorgi and like uh, it's chewy and it's oh, delicious. I love it. Wow. Um, and then let's see. We went to go watch Spies in Disguise. That's <laughs> and, right. Yeah. The co-star. Speaking of, <laughs> and the whole time my mom kept turning over. She's like, "Did you talk yet? Did you, <laughs> did you come out yet? I can't hear you. What happened?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the only reason I knew when I spoke was because I I recorded it. But if I did, I would have missed it completely. There's like two character lines and it's so fast that like you can't even hear it. Um, But it was fun. It was fun to like it was a fun movie. So you guys should go check it out. And um, uh, yeah, we did that Christmas Day. We had Chinese food Christmas night. Mm -hmm. Um, Eric made such a beautiful like ribeye steak dinner. Wow. um, Christmas Eve. And then we, you know, like we ha- we all we've all had different Christmas traditions, so yeah. we decided to make our own. And uh, Christmas Eve, we did stockings, which we've never done before. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and then Christmas morning, woke up, made some breakfast. I made chilaquiles, and we ate, and we opened presents under the tree, and wow! yeah, made mandu all day while uh, Eric and Arlen watched basketball, and me and Ma, and you know, like. We all like, you know, sat around the table and made mandu with our hands, and it was really nice. That is really nice. Yeah, I, I, it was the, it was the first Christmas in a long time that I was like, wow, like, I really love my family. Yeah. <laughs> not that like, not that I, I don't want to set that up as in like, oh, I hate my family the rest of the time. I don't. Yeah. But it's usually kind of like there's a heaviness, you know, it's like yeah, ob- ob- obligatory and you have to be there and like you're at your mom's house or whatever. You're tolerating a lot. Yeah, exactly. But the fact that it was at my house mm. and I was the host and they were guests of my home, mm-hmm. it completely changed everything. It's it great. changed everything. So I'm so excited to host again because I'm like, maybe it's like the control freak in me, but like, like, okay, I had an agenda. Everybody did exactly what I wanted and, and we didn't fight and that was great. I mean, I get it. I've literally hosted like seven parties since Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yeah, you've been hosting a lot. Are, yeah, that's are what you, I do. Aren't you pooped? <laughs> I pooped, yeah. But that's what I do. I actually, I love to do it. And you love to host. I do love to, I, you know, you, you know what I mean. It's like, I yeah. like to, it's like a priority for me. You know what it is, Peter, and we've talked about this, um, as people who sort of come from like kind of dark, quiet, uh, unhappy homes, Mm-hmm. It becomes a priority to kind of like make your home better. Yes, number and one so, priority. Yes, and you're so you're trying to like, reset the home. We are uh, the safety. Yeah, 
we are. And so like for me, I think that's the reason why like it's such a priority for me with my son specifically. And it's always been this way to sort of like have my place and my home, the life I share with my friends and stuff to be this special thing. Yeah. Oh, that's you know? really nice. Yeah, yeah, I do know. I And I completely empathize with you. Yeah. And I'm doing the same exact thing. Ugh. And yeah, we're just trying to like find our new family. All right, we'll be right back after this quick, quick break. Right now we have the star of the show, Pittsburgher Steve Byrne. How are hey. you? Comedian Steve Byrne. Steve Byrne is here. And according to Steve Byrne, his best days are ahead of him. But yeah, other than that, I mean, you know, when you're younger, you get teased a lot for being different. You know, if you're super tall, if you're awkward, you got a lot of zits on your face, or, you, you know, you got big ears. Mine just happened to be that I was Korean and Irish, so a lot of kids would pick on me because of that. But that's where I developed my sense of humor as like a thing to uh, combat it. And I thought if I could just, you know, always be a little funnier than the people making fun of me, maybe I could win them over. So that was kind of... Uh, where my sense of humor, I think, developed because when I moved from New Jersey to Pittsburgh, it was kind of at that age where, where you're starting to make friends and you know trying to fit in, and that that's where that all came about. All right, we are back. Now, speaking of abundance and abundance, yes, and money flowing freely and easily to us now. January first, all around the country, so solar calendar. You know, like everyone's yeah. kind of even the people who are based on lunar calendars. Can't, we can't help but uh, follow this schedule of one one being like the new. We're all yeah, you know? we're all slave to the s- solar calendar in yeah. cap- in these capitalistic times. The Julian calendar, if you will. yeah. Um, So we are um, – I've thought of like all the things that we used to do um, as a Korean family. Like there's all these great Korean traditions that I just don't do anymore because we just kind of like grew out of it. Like yunnori, you know, like those are the four sticks. Yeah, yeah. And there's like different things written on them. Oh, my God. I used to play that. Do you remember? Oh, my God. Yunnori on like a blanket. Yeah. You know, and then everybody's like throwing the fucking sticks around. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> I have a picture of me playing Yunori in my handbook, and it's so cute. I'm, I should I should actually post that. Yeah. Um, and yeah. also like Chegi Chagi, that was Chegi that was like. Oh yeah, yeah, when you ride the person, what's the Chegi Chagi? No, Chegi is like um a tiny little thing you kick around. It's kind of like um what those like hippies used to do in high school and college. Hacky sack. Hacky sack. It's like Korean hack hacky sack. And oh, then of yes, course, I played that once, 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 once. <laughs> me too, with some ajoshis. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like, you know, the bowing and the bowing really is about like um, you're giving respect to your elders and you're wishing them blessings and health in the new year. Yes. And yes. then they give you. Yeah, yeah, you want them to yeah. be healthy and yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then they give you some money and uh, well, words of wisdom or tukdam. You know, they're what is like. He- can I ask you, what is hebok? What is hebok mean? Sehe but means new sun. So he okay. means new. He means sun. Yeah. Pok means blessing. Okay. So in in the new sun or in the new year, yeah. I wish for your blessings to be abundant. Abundant. Okay. Yes. And so by blessings, mo- mo- yeah. you, you, we know what we're talking about. It's yeah. money. Money. Yeah. 
Yeah. Ain't nobody talking about spiritual blessings, okay? <laughs> <laughs> ain't no talking about no one talking about emotional intelligence. <laughs> all right, mental health. We talk about cash money. Yes. By the way, speaking of cash money, I loved your post today. Your New Year's <laughs> post. Your family picture that looks so good. Right. Oh my god. I want to do that as an oil painting. Oh my god, it looks so good. <laughs> and then you quoted uh, Wu Tang Clan's cream, yeah. cash rules everything around me, dollar dollar bill, y'all. I loved that. And um, you put some Russian in there and, yes. some, and Korean in there. Yeah. So all of that goes to say that we are all in the new year wishing for blessings for each other. Now, with that being said, because I don't have that kind of like Korean culture around me, though like mm. old school Korean culture. Now we have – I have a bunch of like Korean American friends and, um, you know, like people our age kind of having kids and stuff like that. And I always look to you and your Instagram and your like, you know, like you yeah. always have like, because you're good at like, like these events yeah, yeah, or, you know, and then like uh, hosting these like dinners or whatever. So I was thinking like, okay, maybe since I had Christmas mm. uh, and there was new traditions that I pulled into it, maybe I should have a new New Year's tradition as well. Yeah. And um, this year, what I started doing last night was, um, so I cast a spell mm. of abundance. And um, so I got an uh, abundance candle, put it on. I said, I sent you this picture, but I put it on a stack of money. Yeah. And then I arranged my crystals around it to charge. Mm. So that candle is going to be going on for like days. Wow. And yeah, and I th I thought to myself, you know, why start this on New Year's Day? Let's get a head start on it. So I start New Year's Eve. So it's been burning, 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 and charging all my crystals. And um, tonight, I'm gonna we're gonna have like a little potluck with our friends, mm. and uh, people are gonna bring some. You know, there's other New Year's traditions from the South and American traditions like black eyed peas. Yes, I I never knew that in collard greens. Yes, I, I yeah. knew that last year. It was like I was interested in trying a new. First year, you know, uh, book like you know, like there's like a thing, especially I think as Ashen's had up there, like like there's something about a new year that is very like it weighs heavily. Yes. And I and I think most cultures have something like that, so it means something to us as humans. So I appreciate yeah. that. I've I was always been interested in it. yeah, black eyed peas. Like people usually put ham hock in the and like pieces of little pieces of ham with the collard green. But I don't make ham at, uh, inside of my house. Oh, right. Because you guys <laughs> I mean, you we keep can eat kosher? ham. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. We don't keep kosher, but I mean, I eat ham and I have had prosciutto, but like making ham, that's like kind of where I draw the line. Like actually yeah, making yeah. up, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's like it's very <laughs> arbitrary. It makes no sense. But Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. But like the extra effort just feels a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so are you going to uh, do that tonight? I'm going to do uh, – so pe some people are bringing over um, black eyed peas. I'm uh -huh. going to make tteokguk, which yes. is a huge thing. Did you eat tteokguk today? Of course. I had three of bowls of it already. Wow. You know what they say? Like in Korea, you know how like Korean age is one year older? Because mm -hmm. of the lunar yeah, – yeah. It's because this tteokguk thing uh, as well because once you eat the tteokguk, that means you're one year older. Really? Yeah. So I... that – yeah, that's the tteokguk is for the like taking on another year of wisdom or age. Oh. And that's what the tteokguk represents. So um, I'm going to make tteokguk for yeah. our, our friends. And also we're going to have some time of silence and quiet 
and we're going to sit and meditate and burn some incense and candles. Cool. And then we're all going to journal. Um, what? How many people are coming over? I think like three, four people. Okay. Yeah, small amount. Whoever's around, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I think this is a really, like, it's very LA. It's very crystals. And, yeah, yeah. You know, set your intentions for the year. But hey, whatever works, right? Mm-hmm. And this works for me. It works. I've been meditating a lot lately. And um, it, it's, I know people always talk about like, oh, yeah, you should be meditating every day, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't realize how important it was to just be silent and have your head clear of thoughts every day. Oh yeah, I, I mean, this to me, my exercise is so good. Exercise, yeah, same. You're kind of in that flow, in that zone. Yes. You know, you're with exercise. At least your, you know, your heart rate's going up. There's mm-hmm. endorphins, and I think meditation. What it's really been doing for me is to remember to breathe. Mm-hmm. and remember to know that you can be silent because there's so much going on in our lives with career, family, friends, whatever. Yes. And just a little bit of time that I'm taking for myself on the daily has really changed everything in my life. And it's the, truly, yes, yes. The way it's, and I'm also working out, but the way it's really changed it for me, the meditation has been allowing myself to commune with myself. And I know that sounds like so like stupid, but yeah, we I've I have never given myself time to be with myself like an actual time. We we always say like, oh, yeah, you're with your thoughts all the time, of course. Mm -hmm. But um, like it's a sense of like wellness that I am creating for myself that I am prioritizing now. And it's really been um, helping with my anxiety, helping with my focus it helps um, with anxiety and focus so much. So much. Because I cannot, it helps. Yes. Yeah. So you've been doing it too? Well, I have gone through periods of doing meditation. And I yeah. thought for me personally, because I'm someone that has a lot of anxiety, it, helped, it was something that I recognized immediately as something that was helpful. And it wasn't mm. even something like I addressed. You know, it wasn't like I came to terms with anything. It's just yeah. the by virtue of being still like that. It yes. helps your anxiety because you're not going. Yeah. You're not you're, you're simply not... resting gives you it's like this um parenting term that sleep begets sleep. Um, <laughs> okay. I've never heard that. Yeah. It's like yeah. um it's like a napping thing. So like sleep begets more sleep. I feel mm. like stillness, like even small moments that like that begets more stillness. And there's no work you're having to do. It's just simply being still. Yes. It begets more of it in your life. And it's like this weird thing about like abundance. That's the reason why you and I talk about like being generous because like that generosity begets more generosity. Absolutely. And so it's, it's the same principle like with meditation. I feel like having those small moments like that was 100% the thing that I like the most about it. I can't, yeah. I, I can't tell you like I don't have those like I would only do it for like 10 fucking minutes too. That's enough. That's yeah. okay. Of course, we want to get to a time where you can do like a full 30 minutes or an hour. Yeah. Like monks and shit and go into like a, you know, a flow and you're like in this like uh, outer body experience and all that. Of course, we want to get there. But I, I'm not trying to be too chill. <laughs> no, I we got to get on stage enough. and tell jokes. <laughs> yeah, I want to be chill enough. <laughs> you want to be chill enough where you get out of your own way. That's really all I'm trying to do is like everything else, like er, the things that make me angry or things that I find funny that um, that I 
reflect in my work mm-hmm. and my creativity. I don't want that to go, but I want the the person that um, the self saboteur. Yes. I want him out of the way. Yes. And that's what I'm tr- truly trying to focus on in 2020. I mean, and, whew, honey, that yeah. is, I mean, I, I, it was crazy is when you sent me that picture, I told you that I just got, I got crystals last week. So I sent Unji, uh, uh, like my little money shrine spell casting. And then you were, you were saying, I just got crystal last week. So tell me about that. So <laughs> my husband and I did like a weekend getaway. We went up to, oh. um, after Christmas, we went up to uh, King Spa very early on uh, <gasps> the 27th. Uh huh. It was packed by the time we left at like noon. Horrible. Oh my do not God. do that. It was horrible. <laughs> I also ratted out a bunch of white women that clearly did not shower before they got into the pools. Ah! Um, I was so pissed. I was like looking at these, like, these bitches do not, like, why would you? want to sit in your own ass water why would you assume that others would want to sit in your ass water it was insane so anyways i ratted them out to the mexican lady that like you know uh tells women to be quiet i go out i got up out of my pool and i went over and i was like hey these bitches did not shower before they went into the pool and she was like tell me who they are and i was like listen i'm not trying to snitch on anyone i don't want to get anyone in any trouble and so she just walked around and kept looking at me and i kept going like shaking my head and she finally got to them i nodded and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then they told they like knew that it was me that rotted them out because i had been of giving course, them dirty because you're like hiding behind the pillar <laughs> no i was not i was like clearly looking at them and being pissed i was like giving them dirty looks okay and uh <laughs> and then they just like were afraid of me the entire time because we kept going to the same stations too <laughs> that's so funny it's uh, so i mean so we did that and then we went downtown to like a hotel and then uh-huh. next to the hotel was a crystal shop it just happened to be there oh is that crazy downtown to have this like tiny crystal little sh- crystal shop yeah and, you, you wouldn't think that chicago's not really the place you know think and to especially find literally off of state that's so weird okay yeah it literally looked like it had – it's like if I was someone that believed in magic, like this – it looked like a gypsy had just set it up for me to get crystals that day. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you, you you saw it and you're like, oh my god, what's going on here? Let's go I mean in. it was tiny, Peter. It was tiny. like literally like a kiosk at a mall. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yes. Tiny. And so I got all these crystals and like I just held them and it was like literally the be- – then we went to like had a beautiful – meal and then like it just had the most wonderful evening and it was like i totally believing like all the crystals i got were about abundance and clarity <gasps> and which ones did you get i got the pyrite yes pyrite by the way quartz. i got, I got pyrite quartz, yeah. and um started putting it next to my computer when i write mm-hmm. and there's something about it that really helps with the focus interesting okay yeah Anyway, go on. I'll do, Pyrite, I'll, you got some I'll do that. I got that. I got literally a, a jadeite. I got nice um, for money. rose. Yes. Calm, uh-huh. And then like cleansing, the clear quartz. Like I got it all. I got everything that was like a, a, abundance and clarity and focus and money. I love that. That That's really amazing that you picked those up because I have those same ones that are charging right now. Yes. And I have this like specific spell that I'm going to do. It's a money and abundance spell. And it comes with like uh, a little s- a smudge stick, um, like an abalone shell, some coarse salt, um, 
some like a charcoal disc, mm-hmm. um, uh, infused candle. So like it has like a whole packet that you can do it. But I was looking up like you know because this stuff doesn't really mean anything unless you pour the meaning into it. Right. Right. All of this is just inconsequential unless you feel like it is working right so you're setting your intentions and all of these what crystals and new age fla fla flu flu does is help you internally navigate as opposed to like have something external bring something to you you know what i mean it's just changing your perspective and your um track within so you're all anything you burn, anything you fucking do is so that you internally change and how you face the world. So I was looking stuff up on um on the internet and Googling and everything was talking about how like, you know, money spells and abundance spells we we should really be thinking about money as energy and how that energy is blocked from our lives as opposed to it flowing through our lives. And one of the first things uh, my friend Nalini ever said to me, she's mm-hmm. kind of like, um, she's kind of, I, I wouldn't call her a psychic, but she's like intuitive, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. And like, and when I met her, like one of the first things she ever said to me was, oh, you are dealing with limited beliefs, you know? And I was like, "Interesting. what are you talking about? Yeah. And she goes, you, there's like a block and you have to get rid of that block. And that's why money's not flowing to you. And I was like, oh, shit. And I never thought of that as like, oh, I'm, I'm it's the whole saboteur thing. I'm right. standing in my own way. So I'm using these crystals and stuff so that I can like get out of my own way finally. That's like, okay. Yes. You're getting out of your, <laughs> that block. That really like resonated with me. <laughs> that block thing? Yeah. Because I mean like also yeah. the thing is you've made money before. I have. I have never made any money. And no, that's not true. You've you've made money. You just haven't like it, it didn't feel abundant. You mean? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And like, and that for me is like, and it's also I've realized in the last couple of years that that is because I feel like I don't deserve to make uh, a lot of money. Okay, here we go. Yes, and that's like that's the shit that in the last couple of years where I've like recognize all the limitations I place on myself, all these reasonable hopes and dreams that I do to protect my like hurt and my expectations about things. And then like this last year about dreaming out loud, I feel like the entire 2019 was a bitch because we were just charging. Like we are those crystals around your candle. We've been charging up and now we have, we we are like, we are like, was it Dragon Ball Z? We're like charging. <laughs> and we're about to pop the fuck pop. off. <laughs> and just destroy everything around yeah. us. I would love to hear from our audience members like if you are if you're listening and you have certain things that you're doing new for your new year, intention setting, goal setting, traditions that you have fused with your Korean Americanness. I would I'd love to hear about it because this is all new. Like we're all first to second generation people yes. here, you know? So all of this is so new. We have to like we ha- but also the cool thing is we get to decide what to take forward and what to leave behind as far as traditions go. Like there are certain traditions that feel toxic to me as far as like, you know, misogyny and stuff like that that I don't want to bring forward into my future. But 
there are certain things that I feel like are really great. And how do we move forward with that piece and also influence whatever we learn from our outside world and being exposed to different cultures and, and, and creating like a new fused traditions uh, for New Year's. And if you have some, please email us or message us on um, Insta. Do it, or, please. We'd yeah, love to please. hear from you. We love hearing from you guys, by the way. So please let us know. Okay. All right. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Tiger Woods, great black golfer, also half Asian. Nobody ever says he's an Asian golfer. Here's what I know coming from a mixed background myself. Barack Obama, half black, half white. You can be a black president. Tiger Woods, half black, half Asian. You're going to be a black golfer. Steve Byrne, gook. I have been called gook, chink, pan face, slope, short round, data. I killed your dad in Vietnam. I've heard all those things, okay? My last name is Byrne. I've never been called Irish in my life. I was in Dublin on St. Patrick's Day going on, hey, kiss me, I'm Irish. No, you're not. What the hell do I have to do? When you're mixed, we gotta call you something. What do we call you? Here's what we call you. Whatever dilutes the water, whatever kind of messes up the whitey, that's what you are. It's as easy as that. I've been called all those things. I killed your dad in Vietnam. That's brutal. I'll never forget when I found out I was Asian. I was in fourth grade. <laughs> I was in fourth grade on a playground. Some kid comes up to me. Hey, Steve, you're a chink. All right, cool. Thanks, man. All right, we are back. We are First back. one of the new year, 2020. Um, this has been nice to like, you know, sit and first of all, Unji, you're in a new studio. I am in a new studio. I don't know if you guys can hear it. I'm sure you can because my husband promised me a studio and this is not that. <laughs> I will send you a picture, Peter, and I am. Um... How dare you? Right now I'm like thinking that it's like, it's just like a little less nice than your <laughs> discard <laughs> studio and you're being a fucking brat about it. But please send me a picture because I don't know what the hell you're looking it's, at. It, yes. So it is not. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you guys can tell <laughs> I'm um, deal- what I'm dealing with. I will, po- I will send it to Peter and we'll post it yeah. so you guys understand what I'm doing for you. But also how cool that you are in your own home studio. Yes, I'm in my home studio. And we are so like this. This is now like so flexible. And it's so turnkey because we can, you can just pop down and do it. Soul could be home while yes. you do this. You, you don't have to like leave him or whatever, you know, like yeah. you, you could do it at night. It's like, it, how cool is this? I love that we're starting 2020 with a brand new, um, uh, you know, podcast studio. Yeah. We're, we're a little more agile, a little more yeah. nimble. Yeah. Yes. Dexterous. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So it's time for kick-ass Koreans, y'all. Key. Yeah. yeah. Wow. First kick-ass Korean of 2020. This is exciting. (gasps) By the way, oh my God. Wait, hold on. I don't know if we have a date on our first track yet, but it's it's about to be our three-year anniversary. Yes. January of 2017. Yes. Was our first episode. I know. Oh my God. Wait, we should do something for a three, for like a three-year anniversary. We should have a three-year anniversary celebration. Yeah. Something. We'll think, we'll, we'll, think, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. Okay, okay. Anyway, who is, who's yours? Okay, mine is – and so I've done another one, and I looked for it, and I couldn't find it. But um, this – there's going to be a book coming out. Um, 
by Seth Berkman. It's a debut book, and it's called A Team of Their Own, How an International Sisterhood Made Olympic History. It's um, This guy was a freelance journalist on an assignment for the New York Times following the Korean women's ice hockey team leading up to the 2018 Winter Olympics. Wow. And um, because the games were held in South Korea, they were granted like a like an automatic slot. And they it's like truly like cruel runnings. <sighs> like it's like insane. Like they got a because there's no hockey infrastructure in fucking Korea. Um, right. It's very similar to the water polo team that I uh, highlighted. Um, I didn't. I don't think they were a kick-ass Korean, but we talked about them. They won. They scored once, and oh, everyone yeah. in the place was like crying. People like right. it was just insane. Very cool runnings. It seems to be a theme with a lot of Korean women's sports, <laughs> 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 and um, that's sort of like the thing that they are. They, they like this is something that like with the water polo thing, same thing thing with this, especially since there's a book coming out about it. Very much could become a movie. Um, yeah. It's very good. So it's there over the. It took like three years to sort of cobble together a group of women, and there was also some North Koreans that were uh, slotted in because of like you know how they did it with a couple of times with other teams. Like they let North Koreans join South Korea's team. Um, oh, okay. It, yes, and it was like it was a thing about diplomacy. It was like these because they North Koreans got boycotted. You know, they they weren't allowed to compete. So all these athletes that had trained weren't being allowed to compete. So this is some like a gesture that um, South Korean athletes did to North Koreans. You know, it's just athlete to athlete as a fellow Korean, right? And. Um, they like all the women. They get together. They like lost every single fucking game. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they actually asked for more and equal wages. Um, and because they were like, because this is bullshit. Um, and they actually suspended the team. But then they also fired the head of the hockey association. So like it was these ragtag group of Korean women, many of them from America. Canada, like all over, um, got together and demanded more for themselves, didn't get all of it, but got enough. And like, it was like, that's sort of like a really, that's like a cool runnings kind of ending, right? Yeah. They should definitely make a movie about this. Yeah. I mean, I was like thinking about it. I was like, I could be, you should I, write like, a spec for this. I, I'm going to write a spec for this 100%. <laughs> and I was like, because also this is like, it's a mix of, especially because it's in Korea, it's also a little bit of, um, fucking, a league of their own. Ah, uh, yes. You know, like like a ragtag group of women in a side of a very misogynistic culture. Anyways, yeah. that, they're my kick-ass Korean. Hell yeah. Thank you. That's um <laughs> that's such a cool story. Yeah, right. Female ice hockey team. So is there like a name for this team or is it just like the national team? It's the national team. Oh, okay. So it's not like the Soul Jets or whatever. No, no. There's no like. There's no. <laughs> but there's a book coming out about it, and so it's it's called A Team of Their Own, just like A League of Their Own. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's A League of Their Own meets Mighty Dogs. I yes. love that. Yes. That's very cool. Um, awesome. We'll send out a link on the um, Instas and when we post this stuff, so you guys could read the story as well. Now, my kick-ass Korean is a gentleman named K. W. Lee. He is a uh, he's a Korean American journalist. He's 92 years old. 
first of all, okay? Living wow. strong. He's a journalist who became the first Asian immigrant to the United States to work for mainstream daily publications. Cool. I don't know if you remember this, like, but um, a few months back, we talked about uh, K. Connie Chang. Yes. She was, uh, yeah, and she, like, became uh, a journalist for all the, like, top newspapers. Mm-hmm. K.W. Lee is uh, one of these people who, like, ushered and fostered her work. And um, this person, K.W. Lee, uh, is uh, also the founding president of the Korean American Journalists Association. Now, wow. he's done a lot of cool stuff in his life. Mm-hmm. In 1979, he founded the Koreatown Weekly, the first national English-language Korean-American newspaper. And in 1990, during the rising tensions of um, African-Americans and Korean-Americans in the L.A. area during the riots, he uh, launched and edited the Korea Times, English wow. edition, which yeah, is yeah. Hangul- Hangulbo, yeah, which I is know, like yeah. a huge, huge... Um, huge. Uh, publication, yeah, uh, and with an internship program for both Asian Americans and other minorities. So, wow, already fucking kick ass, yeah. And on top of that, KW Lee over the decades has covered important social issues as civil rights struggles in the South, um, massive vote buying practices. Speaking of 2020, our yeah, election year, yes. Uh, in the southwest West Virginia, the plight of uh, he wrote about the plight of the Appalachian coal miners. I mean, this guy's been all around. He's not just talking about Korean stuff. He's like a legit journalist. Yeah. Not that talking about Korean stuff doesn't make you a legit journalist, but he's talking about everybody's struggle. Um, but the coolest thing that he's done was um, he wrote over 120 articles uh, about Char Su Lee. He's an immigrant uh, who was convicted of a crime in 1973 of a San Francisco Chinatown gangland murder. Cool. Uh, and it became a film called True Believer, that story starring James Woods and Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. And he wrote over 120 uh, uh, articles over five years that led to a new trial, an eventual acquittal, and release wow. of the prisoner, Charles Lee, from San Quentin's death row. Wow. He saved, literally saved a motherfucker's life by writing 120 articles. Now, this, I don't know, if, this is the type of kick ass Korean that I want to start off my fucking year with. Yeah. Badass, you know, like just, just, just fucking doing the work. And so, like, he just, I, there are pictures of him. He looks so cool. <laughs> and, like, he looks like the Harabaji that I had never had. Yeah. And if he was around, I would conjure to him right now for, <laughs> for, sure. for like, only $10. <laughs> I would give exactly. him a deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's my kick-ass for Korean. I'm for... look up this, like, crazy case. This looks like I'm, like, looking at it a little bit right now. It looks crazy. Crazy. They got the wrong guy. Yeah. Um, who killed a Chinatown gangster and he got Wait, did James Woods play this Asian person? I think yeah, I think it was whiteified. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that, that makes sucks. Sense. But <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. All right, so um that's our kick ass Korean. Now usually we'll do some kind of plug or something, but today I wanted to take this time to set our intentions for 2020 and you listeners you can follow along yeah so let's have a moment where we set one intention that will be our north star for the rest of 2020 and it could be anything specific anything um you know uh esoteric it can be uh something that you feel in your gut uh it could be anything um so i'll go first okay um in the year 2020 my intention is to live 
with abundance. Abadanza. 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 I want, and that means financial. Obviously, I'm talking. Uh-huh. I want to get rich. I want cash in hand. I want to touch money every day. Yeah. <laughs> and not just hoard money like these fucking rich people. I want to be so abundant with money that I am taking care of other people. Mm-hmm. I am doling it out to people in need. Yes. I am starting other people's dreams, kickstarting yes. other people's dreams. Okay? This is my dream as well. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Yes. Is your attention? All right. Great. Okay. So uh, my attention is like literally the same thing, like living with abundance, being abundant within myself, being like yes Abu Danza all the way but also like I realized this Peter when you talked about like helping others people other people's dreams comes true like that is something that I never recognized because I'm a very selfish self-centered person <laughs> I <laughs> but I'm telling you in the last couple of months like even in the last six months like I've had a couple of opportunities to like n- like help people not like directly like recommend give yeah. jobs um uh-huh. bring people on and it was like it was a kind of a crazy feeling mm. of like real abundance like not yeah. because like i have a little so i'm sharing mm-hmm. and so like even if it's a, just a tiny little piece it feels like a lot because you're sharing it absolutely and that's what all these spells talk about is like you want to kickstart that money energy into yeah. your life so that it flows easily, you know, and it's not, and I've been saying this mantra money flows freely and easily to me now for years since mm-hmm. I got to LA. Yeah. And I say it out loud as ways of like when I feel panicked mm-hmm. and when I, when I need money, but yeah. what I realized was <laughs> that's not when you say it. No, you say it when you feel calm Mm-mm. and when you feel like, the energy is open. That money, financial energy is open for you. Yes. And I, like you said, this year, I would love to help others. Yes. And I've been so – like you're exactly right. As stand-up comics, as people who have entered into the entertainment industry late in our lives, we always feel like we're behind and we're catching up. Yes. But I, I want to stop feeling like that. I want to feel like I am ahead. Yes. I, w- I want to feel like where I am is – and not um, somewhere I'm trapped, but somewhere I've gotten to. Yes. I want to feel less jealousy in the new mm. year. I want to feel mm. less um, anxiety about <clears throat> the things I'm doing and what how I'm doing it. Because um, it's always like, <clears throat> not only am I doing things wrong, but I'm doing the things I'm doing incorrectly. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to stop doing that. And at least in 2020, my, my greatest intention is one of abundance, Peter. Again, it's one of these strange situations where we have not talked about it, but our yep. lives have like are parallel. Like I aligned, aligned. Like yes. I truly feel the same way. It's like, I have been, um, I, so like one of the new traditions where like all these like white children were at my house for new year's <laughs> and I made them all do sir to me. <gasps> like yeah. it. Sebe. Char- yeah. Oh yeah. my god. I, I had them all do a big like kun bow to me and oh. say uh sebok mani ba Cuz there is truly no greater like good luck than to have a small white child bow to you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you right about that. You right about that. <laughs> So that's my new 2020. <laughs> Let those white blessings flow into Whoa, our immigrant ass hearts. Freely to me. 
<laughs> well, I love that, and I think we're starting off on a great foot. So, uh, listeners, I hope that you are setting your intentions too. Many blessings to you. I hope that you are living in abundance. And um, I know 2019 and these Trump years have been hard for us, but 2020, here we go. Let's make a change. Let's help others, and let's say 복 많이 받읍시다. Yeah! Hiking! Uh, Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Happy New Year, everyone. We love you. Bye! Bye! Bye. Audio.